Hi, I'm Joy. And I'm Janelle. And we are your hosts of the Melanin and Miles podcast. We are just two Black girls in our 20s who have traveled to over 25 countries and five continents. And we want to share our travel experiences and advice with you. Like when I went cliff jumping in Jamaica, or when I booked a flight for only $6, and even when I lived with a host family who didn't speak any English in Spain for four months. Or when I went skydiving in D.C., swam with elephants in Thailand, and won over $200 at a casino in Puerto Rico. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast and tune in every Tuesday for new episodes. Before we get into the episode, make sure you get your hands on our free Budget Babe travel guide to learn the top 10 ways you can be saving hundreds or even thousands of dollars on your next travel adventure. Get the guide straight to your inbox at melaninandmiles.com slash free. This segment of our podcast is called The Check-In, where we both update you guys on where we've been traveling and life updates in 60 seconds or less before we get into the episode. Hey everyone, welcome back to Melanin and Miles. It's Janelle here doing another interview with someone I found on Instagram. Her name is Abina. She's a content creator and a frequent solo and budget traveler that has traveled all over the world and uses her Instagram as a platform to share her travel stories. So welcome, Abina. Hey, thank you for having me. No problem. So for people unfamiliar with your platform, can you tell us a bit about yourself, um, where you're from, and how how travel ties in with your lifestyle? Yeah, sure, definitely. Um, so yeah, my name is Abena. Um, but you find me on Instagram or TikTok on social media as Traveling Tuesdays. Um, I live in London. I was born, raised in England, but I did spend like six years living in Ghana, and I also spent a year living in France. So I've had a, you know, a bit of a tour around the yeah, world. Yeah, that's it. Like living wise but I think like through my education I came to realize that like um traveling is something that I want to do and like actually like there's so many opportunities that are for you that like are not on your doorstep so I went to Ghana because of school like I went to boarding school in Ghana for six years and then I when I went to university I did a year abroad where I studied abroad and my exchange program was in France so I really began to like yeah interact with a lot of people um, from different backgrounds to me um, many of them traveled and like basically taught me the ropes and showed me that like hey like even on a budget you can travel and also like you don't need to wait until like you're old or like you have so much cash to like travel so my platform is really about encouraging young people to travel whether it be on a budget or whether it be solo I do solo travel a lot I kind of feel like I have friends and I love them but like we don't have the same priorities if you do prioritize travel it's possible so yeah that's me (laughs) no that's really cool how um would you how did you feel about your experience in Ghana were you in Accra or were you kind of like in a less busy town so I was in a place called Tema which is like adjacent to Accra it's like just across the motorway like half an hour mm-hmm. um and it was essentially because like my family were moving to Ghana so when I went to Ghana I was 11 and my dad had like moved there but the rest of my family were in England so ah. <laughs> it was just me and I have three siblings as well so it's just me and my dad in Ghana for like quite quite a few years actually um 
and it was culture shock like it was a huge culture shock this is my head I was like you know I'm a black person like everyone in Ghana is black um <laughs> you know it's gonna be that you know yeah. I'm gonna fit in perfectly and I, I didn't <laughs> <laughs> yeah they knew you weren't from <laughs> you weren't born in Ghana <laughs> Yeah, like the accent is different and, and like the mindset is different. But yeah. ultimately, the, the culture is, is similar. And like, I feel like at the end of my time, there, I really enjoyed it. But it took a while to like assimilate and just, yeah, mm-hmm. embrace that. That's pretty cool. And then what part of France were you in for that study abroad program? Right. So I was like an hour away from Paris in a, I'm going to butcher the name, but it's like a city called Rance. Like, <laughs> okay. um. And basically, it's like Champagne Central. So, like, that's Ooh. where you should go if you want to go to like all the Champagne like houses and stuff like that. It's like in the Champagne region. I had no idea that like Champagne can only be made from one part of the world, and that part of the world is in France. Like, if you make Champagne and you don't make it in that region of France, it can't be called Champagne legally. It can only be called sparkling wine. So I was like shocked. Like, yeah, and like. I learned so much about champagne in that year, but I did go to studies. So <laughs> <laughs> I didn't spend all my time drinking, but um, I was on an exchange program and I met so many other people from around the world. And they were like, Europe is so cheap to travel, like, especially the Canadians and Americans. Oh, yeah. And I was like, I live here. I don't even travel here. And they're like, <laughs> wait, what? Like you, have so, like, you have such a great opportunity. You live here. Like, why are you not traveling? And they opened my eyes to like, right, what was right on my doorstep, like, cheap flights in Europe, um, budget travel, like cheap accommodation, like hostels. And yeah, show me the ropes, really. No, that's really cool. I felt that um, I studied abroad in Spain. And Mm. before then, I had done some trips, but never really like traveled by myself. And like that trip really inspired me to start going by myself because I realized how cheap it really was to travel throughout Europe. Right. Yeah, it is. It really is. So, like I said, I found you on Instagram, and I'm really loving your Egypt series that you're doing. Thank you. Are you still in Egypt right now? No, so I'm back in England working. Okay, I was like, okay, wasn't sure. How long did you end up staying there? So, I think I'll stay like eight days or so. Okay. No, that's really cool. It looks like it was a very fun experience. (laughs) I've been following all of your stories, all of the posts. (laughs) I'm like, this looks nice. That's crazy. Yeah, and, it was. And I um love like your like your Instagram aesthetic. Like, what filters do you use? <laughs> oh yeah, I so I use this like orange and blue like filter on Lightroom. Like Lightroom oh, yeah. is like a um the photography sort of editing application. Mm-hmm. Um and there's, there's there's filters on Lightroom that you can create called presets. Um, so they're like filters, but I, I would say they're more advanced because they can give every single one of your photos like the same feel, the same touch almost. Yeah. So like all my pictures, like they don't edit them all the same, but they all kind of like, they're all a bit like orangey, like, you know, you kind of get the same vibe from all of them. Um, mm-hmm. So I love presets and I use an orange and teal one, orange and blue one that I like customize myself. Um, so yeah, I worked on them for like, months actually since I started my page for like nearly two years now um I've been perfecting like my editing and I'm still always like creating new presets and new filters that I could possibly use like different variations of it so yeah that's what I use 
No, that's really cool. Honestly, you could probably like copyright those presets and sell them. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if you've already looked into that, but people would buy that. Yeah, I um, I did like a limited release um in March because to be honest, like last year, end of last year, I put like a question mark on my story saying, "Hey, if I sold my preset, would anyone buy it?" And I think at that time, like my audience was like you know just a third of my audience now and so I had a lot of like like bloggers following me more than just like regular people and so these bloggers already had their own style of like editing and so weren't really keen on like adopting my style of course because you know everyone has their own brand um so I was a bit discouraged because like most people were like no they wouldn't buy it (laughs) and I was like okay let me just package it then you know like leave it um and then like this year um I had like a, a TikTok go viral um sort of showing my behind the scenes of my, my editing process and a lot of people were like actually we really do want to buy your presets and like I was just so shocked like within a day I had to like set up like an eavesdrop um convince PayPal that I'm not like a fraud and like start selling <laughs> them but because it was such a rush I was like I really want to take my time and do it well next time so I only did it for like a week but even that week like so many people bought from me so I was like yeah, that's something I do want to definitely look into in the future. Yeah, I would be a willing customer, just letting you know. <laughs> Thank it looks you. so nice. And it's like, I feel like a lot of presets that people sell nowadays, they're not really like fitting for Black people. And mm. so it's always nice when you see like a Black person with a nice aesthetic on Instagram because like I'd be wanting to buy their presets. <laughs> Anyway, so I know your platform is Traveling Tuesdays. What actually inspired you to start sharing your travel stories with literally the world? So, yeah, it was a weird series of of events, really. But um, before I even knew what influencing was or what what content creation was, um, I had a lot of friends who had blogs. So I had a friend who would blog about, like, her fashion, like her wardrobe. I had another friend who blogged about like cereal, like politics. Um, and so I saw blogs, it's like very trendy. Like this was probably like 2017, 2016. Um, so when I went to France, I knew I was doing this year abroad. I didn't know I'd travel so much during the year, but I knew at least I was traveling to France. Um, and so I was like, let me create a blog, like a website, like just like a free one on, on WordPress to document like my year, like journal it. I mean I didn't I didn't stay consistent with it like I would literally post one week and like not post for like another four months and I think I literally have like five six articles on there um but like it I've I, I experienced so much during that year and I had so many pictures um but also in my head I was like okay I've gotten the travel bug, but it's just for this year. Like, I'm going to go back to university, I'm going to finish my degree, I'm going to go work my nine-to-five, and that'll be it. Like, I've had my year. But when I came back to England to finish my final year of university, I realised that, like, actually, I still want to travel, and I have this room, like, not just roommate, we don't have roommates in England, but, like, this person um, who lives right next to me, and she was, like, one of my closest friends my final year, and we were both like into travel like we would like both encourage each other to travel and so after graduation I booked like some travels well not after like I booked travels for after graduation um I was low-key broke like I was like I don't even know how I'm gonna afford this but I was like I still want to go and so I realized actually I'm still into this travel thing and like 
I was like, okay, when I went to France, I tried to document and I, I didn't like succeed in like finishing it. Now that I'm like continuing to travel, this is another opportunity, like another chance to like document my travels. Also, like it was this random day, I was in the library and I had one more exam left, my final year exam. And I was just like, I just can't wait for this exam to be over, to be honest. Like, I'm not really looking forward to this exam. Like, I just want to be done with school. And I was like, let me set up this page so I like, I have something to look forward to. And like, every single day when I post it, I can remember the fact that I have travels booked and like, my life is not just like the library and like exams and like junk food and like coffee. Um, And so I started it and like, that summer I went to St. Lucia, I went to Martinique, the Caribbean. I also did a five-week trip around Southeast Asia. And I documented all of it on, on, the, on this page. And like people really enjoyed it. Um, I love bringing people along. And I also just loved like that people would, were learning from me. Like I feel like my friends, like I had all this travel knowledge for my year abroad, like how to travel on a budget, like how to like plan your own trips. But my friends, like some of my friends who are bougie were still stuck in this like mindset of like, my parents will plan my, like we'll have family holidays. But apart from that, I'm just meant to like focus on my career. Like a lot of my friends were like, you know, when you're graduating, you're thinking about the job market, you're thinking about your future, like securing stability, like the yeah. hustle life. Like people aren't that. thinking about, you know, like traveling. So I felt like all the knowledge and all the excitement I had, I couldn't like, talk to my friends about it because they just wouldn't not that they don't get it but they're happy for me but they're not like on the same wavelength whilst I felt like I found this community that were on the same wavelength and I love the community aspect of it so I just continued from there really yeah I get that I think like that's the stage of life I'm at now because <laughs> because I just graduated <laughs> university and I'm it's starting grad school right now and it seems like a lot of my like people in my cohort are off getting jobs and doing other things and so mm. it's a completely different experience and different mindset yeah and it, it definitely is yeah yeah so we talked a lot about some recent travel I guess what has been the the, the most challenging part of traveling during you know COVID the global pandemic and things being kind of closed off I think the most challenging part has been like how to travel on a budget during COVID. Um, not that's not like possible, but I won't lie, like traveling during a pandemic is far more expensive than it sh- like it usually would be. Um, for various reasons, like the most obvious reason is that you you are paying for tests. Um, it's compulsory to like pay for like certain tests. Like for example, when I went to Egypt, I bought four tests in total and those weren't even like the voluntary tests that you would do just to be safe like those were the compulsory the basic minimum I had to pay for four tests like going before I came back to England like two during quarantine when I came back um that alone is about I think that's at least like probably around 400 300 pounds for tests alone nevertheless you know the actual trip um and it's expensive because also like when you go on these trips, um, you know, I would stay in a hostel usually. I stay in like different types of budget accommodation, but I do like hostels and they are the cheapest. But um, I've decided that during COVID because like staying in a room in close proximity with people you don't know, like, you don't know where they've been. So like the risk of contamination is quite high. And if you are staying in your own room it means that I'm now 
you know, staying in hotels more, which means that I'm spending more money than if I was staying in a hostel. And like just stuff like that has made it like a bit more expensive. Um, that's been challenging. Yeah, I get that. Um, my friend and I just did a trip to Miami and that I mean, Miami's already expensive in general, but mm. <laughs> but with COVID and everything else, like it was kind of like spring break time too. Everything was just like through the roof. And I was like, I'm I'm not used to spending that much money on a trip. And like wow. that's, that's domestic. It wasn't even an international trip. So I was like right. really stressed. <laughs> really stressed. <laughs> Oh man, I hope you enjoyed your stuff still. Oh no, yeah, it was still a fun time, but I'm still recovering from, <laughs> my bank account is recovering <laughs> from that one weekend. <laughs> <laughs> so do you have any upcoming travel plans? Have you started planning your next trip yet? Oh, I have plans, but would it happen like in this panorama season? <laughs> <laughs> um it's so hard to plan because you just yeah you just don't know what happened you don't know if there'll be like another wave or like borders will shut again or you know what will happen but I'm looking fingers crossed um I'm looking to go to Croatia sort of end of June start of July I would love to go to Croatia like and just see how it is it looks really beautiful I would love to see like really like clear water um and then I have two weeks that I've planned for the end of August um the first 10 days I'm meant to be hosting a trip with a company um in Kenya so it's a company that um run tours for like young people to travel and I'm all about young people traveling and they've asked me to sort of promote and like be part of the trip so I'll be 10 days in Kenya and then I would spend four days after in Zanzibar like Tanzania um so I'm really excited for that but the barrier right now is the fact that the UK so I live in England and our government has said that like basically there's some countries where like if you travel to you have to come back and do hotel quarantine at a price of a thousand seven hundred and fifty pounds um so that those countries that is a lot and so if a country have this like green amber red system that's about to come into place where like if a country's red that means you have to do the hotel quarantine and pay if a country's amber you have to like test three times and you have to like um get to quarantine at home which I don't mind because I work at home but I still I still have to pay for all the tests and then even if it's green like you're not still clear like if it's green you have to test before and test when you come back that you don't have to quarantine so like either way like for any trip you are paying for quite a lot of tests and I when I went, went out to Egypt this year went up to Ghana this year I paid for tests but I think they're only worth it if it's like long haul like I'm going for like a week so I'm going to get the most out of it which I will for Kenya and Tanzania because I'm going for two weeks but they're on the red list which means I have to hotel quarantine currently however fingers crossed I just believe that things will get better and by the time I go hopefully they'll be like amber green so I don't need to like quarantine <laughs> yeah because that's really crazy they don't like insurance won't cover that like your tests or you just you have to pay out of pocket we have to pay out of pocket like the, like we have a national health service so like um it like tests are free like if you generally um feel like you might have symptoms or like you're in hospital or whatever but they see travel as like uh, you know privilege travel is a privilege but also they want to discourage people from traveling because like you know to be very honest like travel is one of the ways in which covid has spread like 
people traveling from one country to another has is what has caused COVID, right? So they want to discourage people from traveling to places where like it'll be risky and it might bring back more COVID as I think the tests are like barriers to that. Yeah, okay, I guess that makes sense. So it looks like we're wrapping up nearly and I want to give my last two questions. The first is what advice would you give someone looking to travel more often? Ooh, this is a good question. So yeah, I work in nine to five. I study politics and I work in government, like typical career journey. Um, I but so yeah, I definitely face that sort of struggle of like, how do you fit travel in? I'll say one like, if travel really is a priority to you, then I feel like when you're choosing like a job, choose a job where like you will get like a substantial amount of like days off. So I think in America you guys call it PTO. Here we call it annual leave um so like in government for example like government has like a very good support package like if you're a government worker you will get like you know at least 25 days off a year like weekdays off plus public holidays plus sick leave plus you also get a queen's holiday off the queen's birthday is also like an extra day for you to take off as a holiday um stuff like that if you're a teacher you know you get like summer off you get like spring break off so you get fall break off or whatever like I feel like there's certain careers that you do where like you're gonna get like some amount of time off more than the usual person so I feel like if travel is a priority for you then like pursue those kind of jobs I feel like those type of jobs exist in any industry you just need to find them I would also say like use your weekend really well like if you're traveling for five days for example instead of traveling from monday to friday travel from like thursday to tuesday because like literally two of those days are weekends that you don't account for in terms of like um work um having to take days of work so for like it makes you more flexible especially like weekends that are like public holiday weekends so like if friday Saturday and Sunday are like all part of the weekend like that's a whole three-day trip that you can do that's like you don't have to you don't even have to take days off work even if you want to take days off work you take like one day or two days off that's easily like a five-day trip so I feel like yeah planning your trips around like public holiday weekends like long weekends really really helps I'd also say like if you want to travel more obviously like budget it's not just time it's like budget as well like do you have the money to travel more like Travel's not that cheap, especially if you live in certain places. But I would say, like, travel locally more. Like, that's how you can travel more. Like, when I lived in France, I was traveling in France. Like, so every other weekend, I was traveling. But most of my, my travels were, like, to other French cities or, like, towns or beaches or places. Um, and I just, like, really traveled. Like, I've been to so many places in France. Like, it's very few places I've actually not been to. I just really spent the year, like, deep diving into France and I feel like when you live in a place you're just like oh but it's just like this place is not nice this place is not glamorous this place is not like whatever like I'm sat here in London like it's not like there's no beach around like the Thames the water is so groggy but I have people telling me that they want to be where I am like they want to be here in London and I'm like I don't want to be here in London <laughs> so it just shows you how much like it's all about perspective and I really feel like especially during a pandemic, there's been a whole focus on like staycations, like road trips, 
like those are like substate those types of trips can be a lot less like expensive so I would encourage people to like yeah like do like those road trips or do those like don't look do those like day trips or like one night trips in your local area or to like, another state or to another like nearby country or town or city and yeah you go from there really so that's all really good advice um I feel like a lot of people like limit themselves because they think they just don't have the time or the money but there's always mm. ways to work around it yeah definitely and now my final question why do you think more black women should travel Oh, it is. Oh, so many reasons. <laughs> but <laughs> I feel like Black women should travel because, like, I think it can bring a sense of freedom. Um, I feel like Black women were often, like, seen as, I don't know, like, we have to be, like, these strong people. You know, we have to, like, be there for the family and, like, not saying that, you, you know, you shouldn't be there for your family or for your loved ones, but I feel like you, you should also have the freedom to to chase your dreams and like if you want to travel to a certain country or experience a certain place like I feel like traveling to that place really gives you a sense of empowerment I also just feel like for such a long time like black people we've been sort of cooped up into these safe spaces where like we don't go outside of them. Like if we're not traveling to Africa or the Caribbean or to like Miami or like those hotspots, it's like, we're not going to travel. And I think we've been lied to that. Like the world is so, so racist that like, if we like move outside of our safe spaces, we're going to die. Like it's just going to be the, the worst. And actually I think when you do travel, you realize that actually there's so many lies that keep you almost like stuck in one place. And when you do travel, you realize actually, yeah, there are racist people out there. Like I'm, like, I'm not like that is a fact. But actually, there are also kind people out there, and like you can experience so many amazing things without having this sort of like sentence put on your life that like you can't go anywhere. It's all dangerous. Like you just sit at home. Like you're not meant to go anywhere. And I feel like knowledge is power and I feel like when you travel you gain so much knowledge like you become so much open-minded you meet so many different people like and it really adds like your net your net worth like your like your mind like the way you think and I just feel like we can like enrich ourselves so so much um if other people don't want to invest in us like why don't we invest in ourselves so yeah I encourage other black people black women to travel and to like go out there and like yeah not let like sort of lies and fear hold them back oh thank you. i love that answer um we ask that question in every interview and everybody has their own twist to it but all of them are like all the responses are always so true and so needed <laughs> and i want to see more black women out there traveling <laughs> same honestly the podcast. yeah <laughs> But thank you again for doing this interview. I will link your Instagram and your TikTok in the show notes so everyone can easily find you. And next time you go on a trip, if you want to share a story about it, feel free to reach out and we can talk about it. Thank you so much. I really appreciate this.